It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour, welcome to The Rendezvous. Let's get ready for a great night of love story, of dilemma. But before we get to that, we have a special The Rendezvous Las Vegas sweepstake. It starts now and it will end on Sunday, May 19th. We want to send the lucky winner and guest to Las Vegas. So, enter for your chance to win two ringside VIP tickets with a cast meet and greet to see the hilarious new show Opium at the Cosmopolitan of Las Vegas from the creators of Absent, recently named the hottest show in Vegas. The winner will receive a two-night stay at the recently redesigned Cosmopolitan of Las Vegas and a round-trip airfare for two. And if you don't win, you can still check out Opium. Just go to speakerworld.com for tickets. So enter for your chance to win at therendezvousshow.com. And bonne chance. And for any other questions about your relationships, call me 855-905-8255. If you ever wanted to share your love story with someone, just call me 855-905-8255. Hélène, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Ellen. So you have a love story involving salsa, I believe? I do. Let me tell you what happened. So I've Please. been dating this guy for a few months, and he's really into science and academics. And I'm really into the arts. I love to go out salsa dancing. But he can never come with me because he's just a horrible, terrible dancer. So I just <laughs> couldn't believe it because last night he asked if I wanted to go to dinner and I thought it would just be a normal dinner. But instead, he took me to the place that has my favorite salsa dancing night. And when we walked in, he pulled me out onto the dance floor and he started dancing like amazing and basically swept me off my feet. And I was just so surprised and touched. And he told me that he's been secretly taking salsa lessons for the really? last month just so he could dance with me. I mean, listen, that's a big one because I'm the worst dancer. I dance like an elephant, and I think <laughs> that it's true. I have no rhythm, sadly. But but I would take a salsa class if I fell in love with somebody. So I think your story is, is great and inspirational, and I would totally be down for it. So I like that a lot. Thank you so much, Helen, for sharing that story, and, and enjoy the boyfriend of yours. I give him credit. Oh, I will. Thank you, and have a good night. Bye. Have you ever been out of your comfort zone when you were madly in love? Let's talk about that next. Have you ever been out of your comfort zone when you were, you know, starting a relationship or falling in love with somebody? Like, you know, my last caller, Ellen, you know, she, she had this boyfriend who didn't know really how to dance and she loved salsa and he went for it. And I believe that one of the secret recipe of true love and, and being happy with each other is getting out of our comfort zone. I think otherwise it's like very boring because it's going to be repetitive and we aren't going to stick to what we know, right? So I don't know what you've done to get out of your comfort zone, but I'm going to tell you a story that is dated way back when I was in Paris, still living there. I did something totally not like me because I was in love with somebody. Listen to that story. It's coming up next. So think about it. What's the most adventurous or out of your comfort zone thing you did because you were in love with somebody? I don't know about you, but I'm going to tell you that story. When I was in Paris, uh, my then-girlfriend Sabine, a super sweetheart with blonde hair and green eyes, unforgettable, uh, decided we should go tandem in Paris. And tandem, you know, it's that bicycle and you can sit beside each other, behind each other. And, and of course, uh, at first, I wanted to be the one controlling where we were going. 
So then she said, no, I want to be driving it. And that where I left my comfort zone because usually I like to hold the wheel, whether I'm in the car or on the bicycle. But I was in love and I let her, you know, control the bike. And we had a wonderful bicycle ride in Paris. It was about six o'clock in the evening. And we even toured next to Notre Dame, this wonderful cathedral. It was just a non-forgettable ride. And I'm so happy I went out of my comfort zone and gave her the wheel for a little just for a little. Anyway, that's my story, and I will not forget it. Uh, you call us next, 855-905-8255. Call me. 855-905-8255. Lynn, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. Welcome to the rendezvous. So how can I help you tonight? What's going on? Thank you. All right. So our situation is a little different. Uh, my husband works out of the country quite often and he's been gone as much as six weeks at a time and we have two young children and so you know i'm kind i kind of get used to just making all of the decisions and kind of just doing everything on my own and then when he comes home it feels like it takes us a few days to kind of get into a groove i mean the truth is i feel like i don't really respond very well to him coming in and starting to do things his way and (laughs) ask a lot of questions about how to do things and what the kids like and what the kids will wear. And it kind of causes me to disconnect from him, I feel, in a little bit of a way. And I just wondered if you could think of any shortcuts that could help us connect so we could avoid a little bit of that bumpiness. I'm going to try. Uh, Before I answer, do you think you're happy he's coming home? I'm thrilled that he's coming home. Yes, but I wanted to make sure because you, you said nothing about how excited you are when he's coming back. That's why I asked. And the other thing is maybe you kind of, you know, is a little passive aggressive with that because you're upset he left you doing everything. And so when he comes back, it's like, hey, you know, you left me with them. So now don't tell me how to you know, run the business here. That's exactly right? right. I know I feel resentment that so much falls on me while he's okay. gone. That's the honest thing. So, okay, so here's my solution. I think that if he would agree to that, that you are able to uh, communicate more with him what's going on, what are the decisions you're making, and get his input all the time, not just when he's coming back. It would be regular, right? So it could be FaceTime, could be a quick text, could be at night, so we don't want to get into the business and all that of what he does. But I think the disconnection is too brutal one way, too brutal when he comes back. So maybe if you have this communication with him by text or by phone or by FaceTime, whatever, so that he stays involved in the family life and not disappear from it so much, it would help. Because I feel like one way you feel abandoned, so you resent him subconsciously. Then he comes back and then it's difficult. But if you kept the communication richer, stronger, and maybe more fluid, maybe there will be not that feeling of abandonment. I think that sounds... Awesome. <laughs> I think you're right. Invite him. Keep him informed. Ask him his opinion. And as a man, I can tell you I would love that because then there okay. is this communication that is fluid and not like an abrupt stop and an abrupt back on. Okay. Thank you so much, Simon. That feels really right. Good. You, you're welcome, Lynn. And good luck to you from now on and have a good night. Thank you. Same to you. Somebody just sent me an email and they need my help because they wonder what, how direct can you be on a first date? I'm going to answer that next. If you have a question but you can't call me, just email it to me right now at therendezvousshow.com. Trish, how can I help that person with their first date? What is this? Okay, so this email comes from Crystal that says, Bonjour, Simon. 
Bonjour, Cristal. Is it okay to ask up front if my date wants to get married and have kids? Because that's what I want, and I don't want to waste time with people who don't want the same thing. My friends tell me it's too aggressive to ask up front, and they say that's why I don't get second dates. But I'm just being honest. What do you think, Simon? Good question. Should you ask someone on a first date if they want to get married one day and have kids? Crystal, stay with me. I'm going to answer that next. If you go on a first date, do you think it's okay to ask the person, do they want to have kids? Do they want to get married or not? So, Crystal, here's, here's why I think it's okay. I think that if it's your ultimate goal, you can, if you feel like it, do it. Now, my advice is wait to get to know the person because you don't even know the person on the first date. So it's kind of, yes, you can ask. Why not? But uh, you should make your opinion about the person after you get to know them. And then you may not even ask them the question. So my advice is maybe wait a little, but there's nothing wrong with asking for the truth because no matter what, that question you're going to ask sooner or later. So you can do it. My advice is it's better to wait. I hope that helps you. Any other questions? Just call me, 855-905-8255. I'm here. 855-905-8255. Faye, bonjour. Bonjour. <laughs> Welcome to the show. How can I help you tonight? What's going on? Uh, my, my husband is like totally obsessed with this idea of growing uh, produce, vegetables and things. Oh, yeah. He gets upset when I buy them at the grocery store, says that, you know, he could be growing them for less. Mm -hmm. um, But, you know, he really can't because of all the, the, you know, soil it would take and fertilizers and things like that. Mm -hmm. So I'm hoping you could convince him that this is just (laughs) silly. So, okay, in all fairness, do you think there would be any way he could do it before I answer? Do you think it's really, there's no room, it's too costly, so there's no way he could do it? I can't, no. I've tried. No. So is there any compromise? Because I would like him to grow something. We can't deprive him from, from that. If there is anything, even a small thing, you think is he would like to garden and grow things, which I think is cool, but is there anything in the compromise you should give him that he would make him happy? Um, I, I guess I'd give it on, like, I, I don't know, maybe some um, herbs or something. Do you think he would like that, to grow herbs or, you know? Yeah, something small. I don't want him taking okay. up the whole yard. I understand. Okay, here's why. Because, Faye, I'm a strong believer in compromising. I'm a firm believer that it's not you way or his way is better. It's kind of a compromise where he gives in, you give in something, right? So that's one well, of the recipe of a good relationship. I understand. So would you agree to that, that you'd say, listen... I think it's best you don't grow the tomatoes, but you can grow the herbs there, and you're very supportive of it. Then you think you could do that and become supportive of him doing that, but not the other things? Yeah, I guess I could. Okay. Well, that's a fair compromise, and I think that's the, the key to unlock any real problems in relationships. Find something that works for both of you. Faye, thank you so much, and, and good luck with that. Okay, thank you. Have a good night. You too. You know what? I'm going to get to that Instagram DM next. Somebody needs my help involving the cell phone. What's up with that? We're going to look at that next. Something is happening in your relationship and you can't call me. You can always send me a tweet or an Instagram DM like Katie just did. Uh, Trish, what is going on with this people's cell phone? Okay, so this Instagram DM comes from Katie that says, Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Katie. My husband and I have been married for 11 years. 
We're in the same house for the majority of the day, even in the same room of the house. But we both have our own electronic devices, which we are on a lot, sometimes for five or six hours. Mm-hmm. I don't consider this spending quality time together because we aren't interacting at all. He disagrees with me and says that it does qualify as spending time together because we're right next to each other. I just feel like our devices are coming between us, and I don't know how to get him to understand. Katie, that's a great dilemma, actually, and we all have a lot of that. So what can you do when you and your partner spend way too much time on your cell phone? I'll tell you that next. Have you ever found yourself with your partner spending way too much time on your cell phone instead of like doing things together and and talking to each other to a point just like Katie says you know that her and her husband they in the same house same room and sometimes for five or six hours all they do is kind of play on their phone or be on their phone and she wants to know how to say that's enough to her husband those something has to change because he doesn't get it so here's what you do when both of you are on your cell phone all the time you're escaping reality so I would do this. I would say, listen, we need quality time. Both of us put the phone down. And if he says no, then he's kind of hiding behind his phone. And you say, what are you hiding behind your phone? Maybe you're mad at me. Maybe we have a, a, a little moment of boredom. That's possible. But let's communicate again because silence and cell phone is just great tool to not put us together but to distance among each other. And tell him, I need you to be with me in the present So let's talk. Let's have a good time. Let's go out. Let's do something. Always reach out and communicate. You call the next 855-905-8255. If you have a question about your relationships for me, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Nala. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour and welcome to The Rendezvous. What's going on? Thank you so much. Um, I was calling because... I'm in a current relationship with a guy that I met online, uh-huh. and he has an impeccable resume. Like, he's a PhD, he's tall, he's gorgeous, really smart, works at a prestigious university. But when I went to his home, um, actually, all the times I've been to his home, it's been, it hasn't been, like, as clean as I'm traditionally used to. Okay. And so I was just wondering, like, should I try to fix this guy, or is it too late? Like, it's on the borderline of, like, hoarding. I see. Um, when it comes to, I mean, hygiene and all of that, uh, for me, it's a deal breaker. So uh, the reflection of how you treat your house is almost a reflection of how you treat you inside. It's like you, you, you saw your heart. I mean, I really feel that if somebody can't keep, when they have visitors, at least their, their home or their condo clean, something is not normal, right? We're all adults. We know we have to clean our places. We all do it. So right. it's not a good sign. It's something off. And I think you should follow your intuition and ask yourself again, do I want to meet a man who lives in dirt? I mean, that's really the question. And I'm sorry to put it like that, but to protect you, I I think you should think twice to continue this relationship. Okay. (laughs) I mean, I... That's, I mean, thank you so much. I just didn't know like how to break it off. Like, what do I say? Oh, you just say, you know, mm-hmm. I don't feel it anymore. That's the way, best way to do. It. Listen, I think it's best with friends now. I just don't, I just don't feel it anymore. If he says why, so just don't give too much details and just you just don't feel it anymore. That's your right. Yeah, you're, you're right. You're right. You're totally right about that. Because I, I don't feel comfortable there. Like when I go to his home, I'm like standing up and. Yeah, of course. You know, you know. It's not possible to have a love life in dirt. It's impossible. <laughs> love is beautiful. That's the contrary of that. Okay? Love is clean. Yes, yes. it is. Good love and it's clean love. <laughs> All right. All right, you. Nala. Good luck to you and do the right thing. 
Thank you so much, Simon. You're most welcome. Have a good night. Bye. Bye-bye. More Rendezvous next. Thank you so much for listening to The Rendezvous tonight and to finish with a very special surprise. Don't forget, right now and until Sunday, May 19th, we have The Rendezvous Las Vegas sweepstakes. So basically, we want to send a lucky winner and a guest to Las Vegas. So, enter for your chance to win. Just go to my website, therendezvousshow.com, to win two ringside VIP tickets with a cast, meet and greet to see the hilarious new show, Opium, at the Cosmopolitan of Las Vegas, recently named the hottest show in Vegas. The winner will also receive a two-night stay at the recently redesigned Cosmopolitan of Las Vegas and a round-trip airfare for two. So go right now to my website, therendezvousshow.com, and enter for a chance to win. Thank you so much. Bonne chance. À demain. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.